three, two, one, action. Welcome back to Reel It In, your challenge podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Shauna, and I'm here with Audrey and Sarah. Hey! And we call ourselves the Troika. We'll be here every week breaking down every episode of the challenge and giving our thoughts. So I guess we first had the episode where they move into the house and kind of we get to learn about the rookies and the vets and kind of gives us the boring background, gets it over with before they get into um, the challenge episode. I was so jealous when they all had their champagne glasses. You know, we're all here in quarantine. We can't go out. I want nothing more than to go to the bars and seeing them all gathering together, drinking, partying. Also, I was thinking a lot of the new contestants are kind of similar to our age. So it's just crazy to me to think like I was putting myself in their shoes, going and actually being there and having someone like CT do that opening toast and just kind of like how insane it is to be with all of these people who've been on the show forever and you're like what 24 25 years old and you are with all these yeah even younger potentially and when I saw that I was literally just so jealous like I wished so badly that I was there um I was telling the girls before the show like I'm not surprised that their house is kind of bomb this year like we already saw them in the bunker last season and I knew that they weren't going to be in another bunker type situation like I knew it was going to be a dope house so I'm glad that they're like like that would be how sad would that be if they come out of quarantine and then they put them in a fucking bunker again like in Iceland terrible (laughs) it would also depress all of us watching we did the quarantine thing with them we're over it I also hot take Seeing Teresa, Nani, and Amber M in the house together kind of made me feel like it was seeing three generations, like (laughs) Teresa being grandma, (laughs) Nani being the mom, and Amber being the young kid. I just felt like they all are the same girl. Like, Teresa came in hot, wanted to hook up with Wes and Kenny on her first season. Nani comes in hot. Now, obviously, we're going to see Amber M come in hot. This is just a family reunion at this point. We said that last episode, I think, that that Amber M has, like, very Nani vibes, like, young Nani vibes. So I think we're definitely going to see that play out. So we see Wes getting in the house already, talking to the rookies, his classic move. And Wes described to someone that he was 19 when he started his first challenge season. I think, I think when he went on the real world, but that's crazy to me because you have to be 21 21 to drink. drink. Yeah. I did not look at him on real world Austin and think he was 19. Uh, Danny and Melinda, I thought they were all 25. They would have to, I I assume that everyone had to be 21 to go on the real world. I know there was one season where someone was under age and. Yes, San Diego. Was that Danny? I thought it was Priscilla. Priscilla had to drive them to the bar and back. (laughs) Um, I also think Svetlana and was it Key West, Johnny's, Johnny Bananas season of the real world? I think she was also underage. I'm pretty sure someone on that season was underage when they were on that show. Um, Another very exciting thing, I think this happened on the first episode, was when they were talking about CT's transformation from dad bod CT into the quote-unquote fatherly figure. Very excited to see old CT back because that's something we talked about last episode too, is he hasn't been doing amazing, and I think he's really coming in hot this season for sure. I didn't realize how much he's physically changed 
like his body looks very different and I wasn't I I hadn't noticed that that's why I did I always think that he's gonna suck every new season that he comes on but now I mean we'll discuss uh what happened at the end of this episode but I do really think that he is physically in shape enough to win another final so um I'd like to see him stay in the game but don't want to get too ahead of myself yet I also think and we can kind of go into this in the next episode as well but the production value of the show just watching it from this first episode thinking back to like the duel when it was just they were on a beach in a pit tj's wearing (laughs) flip-flops and their elimination was who can lift the most amount of watermelons (laughs) the production value has changed so much the houses have changed like it's just crazy to see yeah it it actually does get bigger and bigger each year and i think like let's just it just seems like the first episode really we don't have much to discuss people were making little alliances we see a few the big brother people coming together we see the survivor people coming together we see the real world and veteran people coming together whatever haha they had a good time but was the first episode where we saw leo fake fight kyle yeah i thought that was interesting interesting, because i felt like leo has been putting himself out there a bunch kind of making himself a known name already. And from watching these seasons so many times, I kind of feel like the first episode, the move, especially as a rookie, is to stay silent and stay under the radar. You don't want to be loud. You don't want to put a target on your back right away. And I feel like Leo was doing that by creating this fake fight. But also he showed his strength. And I think like, I actually back Leo so hard now (laughs) hearing that he has two kids already and one on the way and he's our age. Like, yeah, I heard that he was one scared. Like, did you notice he was our age on? Oh, no, that's what I was going to say. 25 years old and about to have three kids. Like, I'm sorry, I'm still in school. Um, okay, so I think that it's time that we move on from episode one. It wasn't, I will say, it was not the most gripping. Um, and it was just there to meet the characters. But we have to discuss TJ's opening montage in Iceland. It was everything. TJ walking around Iceland in like different underneath different waterfalls and like taking off his aviator sunglasses and just like staring into the abyss. TJ's best entrance ever. Everyone was freaking out. I was freaking out. It was everything. Have you guys ever seen that SNL sketch about it's called Cool Guys Don't Look at yeah, Explosions? Cool guys don't look, at it, look back at explosions. That is that is TJ. <laughs> the intro of him kind of reminded me of Fresh Meat One. When he was doing the soundboard in Fresh Meat 1, he was doing the game controller. And then in this one, he was pretending, I don't think he actually was, looking at old footage of everyone and pretending to, you know, (laughs) size people up and (laughs) prepare for the challenge. Okay, let's, let's actually talk about the theme when we get, we're getting into the second episode. So let's just discuss the theme of whatever it is, agents. It's weird. I mean, Nelson loves it. Double Nelly T. You get to choose any nickname for yourself ever and you land on Double Nelly T. That's why you're not winning. (laughs) That's actually one of my one of my notes that I literally wrote down. I'm reading it off right now. Nelson with those nicknames. Is he kidding? (laughs) No, No, that's the craziest part. He's not. So we go to the first challenge and the first challenge is an all guys challenge and then an all girls challenge with two ultimate winners which were Anissa and Fessy. Did you guys see that coming? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not from Anissa. Simple answer, no. 
Mm, straight up no i will say like i some bodily reaction within me was very happy when anisa won me too i don't know why i don't particularly like anisa but i was very happy to see her win she just like she does get a lot of heat and i know she's seen as not the strongest so it, it was nice to see her pull up a win Fet, am i am i surprised fessy won no absolutely not no Am I surprised that CT pulled off a shoe and chucked it in Wes's face? <laughs> also, absolutely not. And I love how hard everyone was laughing. Yeah, I, that was like a true Especially moment. TJ. All of TJ's reactions are always the best. Oh, okay, so. um, back to Anissa winning. Um, I don't know if you guys caught Tori and Anissa hugging like after she won. I didn't catch it. But it was cute. It does seem like there's a lot of like bringing people up rather than like cutting people down. They also did say that like, I don't remember if it was in the first episode or the second episode. Someone said to, I think it was Amber who said to Wes like, oh, everyone's so nice here. And he was like, oh, that's not going to happen. That's not going to stay like that for long. Amber came off. I'm just going to circle back to Amber M in the first episode and just in general. She came off like she had no idea what the challenge. She has no idea what the challenge is. She yeah. knew that she wasn't that strong. She was calling herself out on it. She knows that she's only there to make out with Mishi and whoever else she makes yeah. I think Anissa too, I saw in the trailer, to be honest. I ship. You ship Anissa and Amber M. So. Absolutely. <laughs> I ship anyone with Anissa at this point. I'm really rooting for her. Yeah. I want her to win. I'm- she's I'm been on for her. so long. She's obviously a vet and it's her time. I'm really down for her. Yeah, so I was happy she won, and then we saw the twist of, let's just get into it now. We don't have, honestly, this is the bulk of the content here. The partners and how they were chosen. So who would you pick if you were Anissa for the first one? Do you think Fessy was a good pick? I mean, Fessy was obviously upset about that. I love that Darrell said in his interview, said, pick me, Anissa. Let's do this thing. I think think she should have picked Darrell over Fessy. I think Fessy's a bit overconfident just in general. I, he um, kind of like undermined Corey and Nelson even in the first episode, which obviously I took offense to. <laughs> I took major offense to that. He was like, yeah, Corey and Nelson's like political game. I don't know. I'm like, Fessy, you've been here one season. What is your political game? Fessy, like why in the world do you think Josh is the best competitor to team up with? I don't get it. It's- Casey, I get it. Big Brother thing. I don't get why Big Brother. Why do you have to stick with your show? Casey dodged a bullet. Well, we'll get into it. But Casey dodged a bullet by not being paired up with Josh. Okay, let's let's discuss our favorite couples. Who we think is going to succeed just from the original couples before we find out something special at the end that we will discuss in a few moments. Well, first, if you guys are in that scramble, you're sitting there. Anissa's picked Fessy and TJ says pick your partner, go. Who do you guys pick? Who's your, who do you turn around and who are you going for? And why? Which, if you're a guy in this situation, which girl are you going for? Mm. And if you're a girl, oh. which guy are you going for? As a guy, easy, no question, I would go for Tori. Really? Like, 100%, I would, I would choose Tori. If I was picking a guy, I don't know, like, Wes, just for him having the experience on the show, but someone who I think is actually like a well-rounded competitor, maybe Jay. Uh, I actually don't think I would pick Tori. I feel like she has ruffled some feathers lately. I think I would be picking Casey 500%. I choose Casey too. I think she's strong. Everyone's obsessed with her. People are in love with her, not only just 
Yes. <laughs> I'm in love with her too. I would for sure pick Casey. I'm surprised she wasn't snatched up earlier. It seemed like no one was picking her and then she had to default to Josh. So I don't know why no one jumped on them. At least she was Leroy. So I really, really like that pairing. I think that's a strong pairing. Both get along with a lot of people easily. I think they could go really far. I think Leroy definitely got super lucky in this instance. He definitely lucked out more than Cam. More than Cam, yeah. Yeah, so we can discuss. I I don't have much else to add on who I would choose um, as a boy and as a girl because I think I probably would choose Tori as well just because I know that she is a great competitor, has so much endurance, and knows how to play the game at this point, which maybe Casey lacks in some ways just having only done one season. And then... If I was to choose a boy, I would probably choose, maybe I would choose CT just knowing how uh, fit he got and he does know how to play the game politically and usually stays under the radar and can make it far. But now knowing what happens, I obviously wouldn't have chosen him. Um, I would for sure choose, I think, Leroy. I know he doesn't make great decisions, but he is strong. And I feel like with the right partner who plays a good political game, he could go far. I also think I, I would choose Nob. I know oh, yeah. we don't really know him, but I think he's going to be strong. Okay, if I had to choose a vet, I'd probably choose either Wes or Corey. Wes for sure, too. Wes, Corey, or CT. Corey is kind of stupid. I get it. So I maybe wouldn't choose him for that reason. But The only reason I would not choose Corey is because I would not want to be tied to Nelson in this game whatsoever. So and you would have to back Nelson. And I personally could not do yeah, it. Yeah, it would be a moral dilemma every time. Every time. I know we're not mentioning said person i'm gonna say the name sorry i have to bring up d right now but the, f- <laughs> the fact that wes like going back to picking wes as a partner was able to do so well with someone who can't swim yeah. says a lot about him as a partner so i think he sorry you think d's the weakest partner he's ever had casey the fact that there he you got go. to the finals third place with casey says a lot this? about him fresh meat one Okay, let's break down the partners. What are our thoughts on all the partnerships? Um, my major thought, like just straight off the bat, when I saw Corey and Tori team up, I was like, that's my, that's my team. That's my team right there. It made a lot of sense to me because Tori is really good friends with Taylor outside of the challenge. And Taylor is Corey's baby mama. So they oh, actually spend a lot of time together. So they know each other really well. And it makes sense. Hashtag team Cortor. I'm so happy for the two of them being together like that is a good like vet team you know strong good part like good pairing yeah another standout couple for me I like honestly I don't I am just too obsessed Teresa and Jay I am obsessed with their I wish that Teresa was single Those couple could be so nice. When they were standing beside each other and they both looked so hot, I thought, wow. Um, another couple that we could discuss, and Audrey and Sarah will probably have um, thoughts on this, Lolo and Nom. I actually like power. this. I like this pure couple. Power. I think they're pure power. pure power. Hot take. I think they're going to hook up. I <laughs> Lolo and him, when they were talking in the house afterwards, they were vibing. Lolo said Nam is really funny and that's the way to her heart. I actually think she has a mini crush on him, as do I. I so do I see I where am. she's coming from. I think I up. stay tuned. Personally, don't like Lolo after after the first episode. When she was, she was very standing calm. there, when she was standing there like no one picked me, blah blah blah. Like, yes, I know you were in the Olympics, but in terms of the show, you're also a rookie. So just like get with the program. 
You were very right last episode when you said she would be whiny because she definitely spent most of the episode whining and I was not here for it. TJ would not appreciate. Yeah, I, like I do think that their team just in terms of power and strength and um, kind of athleticism, 10 out of 10. They have no social game at this point, but I think that in terms of their sports aspect, they will crush. My hot take on Lolo is she is going to be extremely problematic going forward. Like, extremely. I wouldn't be surprised if, like, everyone was just gunning for her based on how annoying she is. If she ruins Nam's game by her personality, I'm, I'm going to be upset. At first, I kind of, I gave that kind of card of annoying rookie that's overconfident and cocky to Natalie. We saw what I said about her last episode, and I do take that back. I found Natalie to be very, very palatable. I actually really liked her this episode. She seems really strong. I think Wes's move by picking her is the most, it's classic Wes. Pick a really strong rookie who he knows, like, physically can do well, and, like, who did he pair up with on War of the Worlds? One. He paired up with D. Oh, oh, bleep. bleep. Um, (laughs) Can't say that name. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think that he, he made a good call choosing Natalie and we'll obviously discuss more at the, uh, towards the end of the episode, but she seems very strong. She seems like she won't ruffle that many feathers, to be honest. And I think Lolo takes the cake on annoying rookie that will. Can we please dive into Darrell and Amber B? Because I have a lot of thoughts on this. I think Darrell's biggest disadvantage is that he's been out of the game too long. So when they had to pick partners out of nowhere, he scrambled to find one because he doesn't have any relationships from past seasons. Um, couples that I think are set up to fail. Um, off that, Amber, Emma, and Nelson. <laughs> when they showed them, all I could think was, well, that sucks. Yeah, that sucks. Like, Terrible, terrible choice. They didn't even look happy at all. No. What do we think about CT not choosing Cam and then turning around and tr- okay, choosing so Ashley? This is the big bulk of the episode. Stupid. I think yeah, he I, was being stupid. I thought it was dumb too. Ashley pisses people off every single season. I don't think she has a lot of allies. She's just very confident. Yeah, and I don't know why. It was actually really, really rude when, when CT was like, what could you do for me? Like, what have we seen you do, Cam? I'm like, I'm pretty sure she came in as a rookie and like won five eliminations. Killer Cam, Queen Cam. However, I think when he, when he asked that question, her response, which she didn't know as a stage, was just like, Killa, I'm Killa. I still think Cam kind of got screwed with her partner anyway, which is Josh. I don't see them. I don't see them winning. They could uh, go far. In the partnership as it is right now, no. I think also if we're talking about couples or teams that will absolutely fail, but I don't want them to because they're so cute. Is Big T and Joseph? Oh, done. I want them to be one of those teams that kind of flies on the radar. People keep them around because they're weak, so they keep them as a layup. So we just get the content. I also think it's what's crazy about Big T is. This is her third season. Like, she is a, I mean, as far as the show goes, she is a vet. Oh, Devin and Nicole. I kept on trying to think of who Nicole was. I'm dumb. I like that partnership. <laughs> could be good. I it's think they're good. friends, and I think that they will have good camaraderie. I think that they'll work well together in the challenges because they do get each other, and they understand how each other works in an elimination and in a challenge type setting. So I think, I think they also complement each other because Devin isn't the most like physically, he's not the most physical competitor, but he is really good at puzzles. 
I don't think she could do a puzzle to save her life, but I think she's probably one of the stronger girls in the house. So I think in terms of that matchup, they kind of balance each other out. I think they could be an underrated pairing for the season. Are there any other pairings that we think will be underrated and might go further than we think they will? I think in terms of underrated, I don't know how underrated they are there, but I hope that they're underrated and still going to crush it is Jay and Teresa. Jay Mm -hmm. and Teresa. So good. What is their hashtag? What is their couple name? Jay Risa. Teresa. So let's discuss kind of what happened in terms of voting. And, uh, you know, like we don't really have to go much into Cam getting the house behind getting out CT and Ashley. I actually backed her move. I think it was smart. I think she had the numbers and she knew it. If you have the numbers right off the bat, why not get out a strong team? It makes sense. I also think about um, Ashley, like she doesn't have any friends in the house. She has no allies. I was surprised because wasn't Ashley and Cam part of the uh, Cara Maria crew? Lavender ladies. Lavender ladies. Lavender ladies. So I'm not sure why there was. I don't think Cam of- was. I think it was Ashley, Amanda, Shane, and Sylvia. Okay, oh, but then, Sylvia. But then the, no, no, Sylvia. No, the next season, the War of the World season, where like it was like Polly, Cam, Cara. Ashley was part of it. Trust, Ashley was at one time <laughs> part of the group. The actual losers that we all hated, the Polly crew of like Carmaria crew. And Ashley did say something of being backstabbed by a friend. So maybe that's what she was referring to, but they didn't really like show any flashbacks of them being friends. So I wasn't, I couldn't be sure. I feel like Cam has a good head on her shoulders and Ashley is a nut and she just probably can't back her in us in every single yeah, season. Yeah, no, I, I, I think she in general did the right play. And I think that not, I think the house not voting in a rookie right away, also the right play as much as I don't love to watch the rookies come in and like take over and like, yes, they're going to earn their stripes either way in terms of the um, winning. What's it called? <laughs> in terms of what? Okay. Um, let's talk about that voting process. What a weird flex on the whatever producer told them to sit in the way they did behind that couch. One you are very caught up. I on don't the, understand how you have a full conversation when you're all sitting on the same side of a couch. <laughs> everyone felt stiff. Everyone felt weird. I don't know how they came to that conclusion. I have to talk to production. Get production on the phone right now. Get production on the phone. I have thoughts. I have a question. Who, if you, if Ashley wasn't on the show, who would you want to see CT work with this season? From the people that are on this season? From the people that are on it, yeah. Well, we'll see at the end, when we discuss the ending, there's a chance that he might match up with someone else. I could be really down for a Tory CT Mm-hmm. match up I think that could be strong yeah. I think they would get along really well CT and Natalie could also be strong which we could get to because that still could be a potential matchup or so, talk about kind of what happened in the final challenge so my jaw dropped when okay first of all sorry just to circle back so we got CT and Ashley into the what's the elimination floor called now what is it I I, I didn't, didn't even take it. that in whatever they get okay the, the elimination, elimination floor <laughs> and um and CT and Ashley get voted in by the house vote and I think that Anissa and Fessy 
uh, did the right thing. Did the right thing. And you're thinking Wes is going against CT. Of course, you're going to throw that in because it's an it's an even matchup, which I think is fair. I don't. If they were just going to throw in a rookie team, then they have, they're at risk at a CT pissing CT off. Back. Yeah. So people online are saying that they think production last minute switched the elimination to be a girls' elimination because they didn't want CT and Wes going up against each other in the first episode. What I was going to say is my jaw dropped when they said girls' elimination. I was just like floored. I was, I, it was the best, it was the best twist. Another, another little twist in the show. I think that they could have switched either way last minute, but I think it was smart to do girls because then you're leaving the decision up to the rookie, Natalie, to choose. And she doesn't know as much. She doesn't have as many connections so it's more up in the air of who she'll choose as opposed to if Wes had to make the decision or if CT had to make the decision. It's more interesting when it's a rookie. Yes. I was thinking about what you just said about production potentially having switched it from a male elimination day to a female elimination day and them not wanting CT and Wes to go against each other this early. But then again, I just think that also is kind of the nature of what the show is turning into. Like, I think we're getting less and less of the vets that we have known and loved throughout all of, you know, the past, whatever, 10 years of the show. And it is becoming very rookie dominated. I think that was something that we've seen over the past couple of seasons in the show. I I also think, as we said, they're taking anyone off the streets these days. So they're going to be able to get more rookies. Um, Joseph. (laughs) Literally (laughs) picking people off the street to come onto this show. So let's get the elimination out of the way. Natalie won. I actually am not surprised by this. Natalie's a beast and Ashley has had her time. And now it's like we said, the rookie's time. It, again, it was a pretty even matchup though. Like they both did really well. I would, I was actually thinking about that. I was like, I would lose all circulation. I don't even understand how they move. I pass out. Up <laughs> like that. I liked it. I like those kind of eliminations where it's both physical and you need a bit of strategy. Yeah. It's not one or the other. I like that too. You know who crushes those? Jordan. <laughs> Sorry, oh, yeah. Jordan, I miss him. Not on this <laughs> Jordan does really well when it's like a physical plus a little bit more thought. Wes too. Wes always crushes things like that. And our boy Jay. I need Jay and Teresa to get the spotlight. Okay, so, so we see Natalie win and then we assume that Ashley and CT are just out at this point, but then we see the twist. That Natalie can either go back with Wes, choose to partner with CT, or choose from any other partnership, I think except Fessy and yeah. Anissa, mm-hmm. to, steal. to steal their partner. This is a game changer. I got chills as soon as they yeah. said it. I love every season when there's a twist. First of all, what do you think is going to happen to the person that's left? Like, if she doesn't choose CT, let's say... Um, what happens to the other person? Do you think they go home or like, what do we think is going to happen? Well, I did see in the upcoming trailer for the season that CT is on it talking about a challenge. So I know that he stays. So somehow he has to stay, but there's rumors online. People are speculating. Will there be a redemption house? I I was about to say that. Do you think there might be one? I think so. The reason why I think there might be a redemption house is just because like, They've all quarantined so long to get here. I think this layout is like Ashley goes home, CT goes to the Redemption House. The next week, a, a guy will go home, and then the girl will go into the Redemption House. Oh, so and you think CT? So you think that Ashley goes home? I was wondering I think Ashley done. goes into the Redemption House. 
I think and CT her- will go into the redemption house. Okay, interesting, interesting. Who do we think that Natalie is going to choose and who would you choose if you were Natalie? I personally think that Natalie is going to stay with Wes. Me I too. think she knows he's good politically. She knows he's done these things. There's obviously a reason she chose him even over Darrell in the very beginning. I think she really knows he's the strongest and as much as he it's like a volatile thing like yes they have a risk of getting thrown in they're really strong and they have even, even bigger chance of like making it extremely far it when it comes to west versus ct i would still probably stick with west if i were her i think she i think she will pick west me personally i would switch to ct but, but i mean if we're going off of what happened this episode they like both ct and west have the biggest targets on their back yeah. you know so, this like, I don't really like, think, I think they're pretty even. Like, I think choosing one or the other, like, they're both pretty strong physically. They're both, like, have kind of the, a similar political game. I think Wes is better politically. I think he can manipulate people more. The actual only person, I mean, I hope this doesn't happen because we love Jay and Teresa, but the only other person I could see her choosing is Jay because they have that weird survivor mm-hmm. connection. I, I think all, but I think, again, I think it's a more political move to actually split up. From the same way that Leroy and Cam are. Especially yeah. in such a sneaky game like this. Yeah. I also think what you guys were saying before about Darrell not having any, like Darrell ended up with Amber B just because he doesn't have any connections in the house. I think Darrell having this like long hiatus from the show is similar to what Teresa did from the show. So I think they're both like, you know, these well-established vets that don't have that many connections. So like they're kind of in a, this, a similar position, which now is making me think they could have been an, an interesting team. And maybe that could be a potential team in the future. Yeah, so now, like, there's opportunity for people to switch. I think people that are looking to switch actively are Fessy. I think Fessy's going to switch, and it's going to be an upsetting episode. Mm-hmm. I think that'll be kind of sad to see Anissa, Anissa's trust again, be broken. Yeah, Anissa, again, just, like, getting, like, stomped upon by people who think that they're better than her. It is kind of sad. People who want to switch, Nelson. Yeah. Nelson. Of course, Nelson wants to switch. But who would he switch to? He, he he will switch with Michi. He will get Liv. Also a shitty team, but at least she has some size on Amber M. I think yeah. Amber M could be kind of feisty. We still haven't really seen her in anything, but and we don't even, know how she'll compete. She alluded to the fact that she was small and there not to party. and there to party in the first episode. Like, I just, it's not that I'm trying to shit on her. Like, I actually really like her. She's one of the only rookies I know, or I feel like I know. I don't know any of them, personally, but she is not going to do well, and I can My, honestly... My favorite rookie team, and I really hope they make it to the end, is Gabby and Leo. And I love them so much. And, like, Lolo has just ruined the show for herself. She ruined herself on the show for me, personally. I hope her and Nam do well just for his sake. But Gabby and Leo, like, I want them to go really far. They're definitely my favorite rookie team. A hundred percent. Supporting a family, and Gabby just seems really real. Something we didn't touch upon was the um, voting, the only 10 skulls or whatever it's called. There's oh, only- true. I don't really get it, if I'm being honest. Me neither. Yeah, I don't get it either. Well, <laughs> no, I, I guess it does make sense because they, if they give away all 10, that means that those 10 people are going to the final. So how do you lose your skull if you already have it? You have to go into the, probably into whatever the pit or whatever it's called and defend it. So you could get thrown in with your skull a la Jay having his skulls 
And then Jay so. got two skulls when he won last season, yeah. correct? So mm, he could yeah. then give it away, I guess, at the end. Didn't catch that part. Final thoughts are, I don't understand how the skull, giving out the skulls is going to work. Do you get a skull if you get out of the redemption house? How do you get out of the redemption house if there is one? Yeah, we meet up the redemption house here. <laughs> I, I think my, my final thoughts of watching some of the scenes in the next episode and um, just in general, um, there weren't many hookups. There was not one hookup during the first two episodes. But a lot of hookups teased, including Fessy and Gabby. Fessy and Gabby, I noted, yeah. And and Mishi and Amber. Amber and Mishi, Amber and Anissa. Those are the only ones I caught, but I will say I was shocked that there was no, like, first night makeout, especially no first night naughty makeout. <laughs> How did production not push for that more? And get production on the phone. I'm yeah, calling yeah. them again. I'm, I'm sure production, they even went to the club and there was no drama at their little bubble club. It was so boring. Joseph fell asleep. Joseph fell asleep and almost so did I. <laughs> I love Joseph. Get these people tequila. <laughs> um, I actually, when I was watching the previews for the upcoming season, I was trying to pause so I could see the like the names. Me too. While when it was they're all moving. holding the people off the ledge, I paused yeah. three different times, and all I could see was that Jay and Teresa were still a couple. That's great news. Which was all I needed That's to know. Great news. So I guess final thoughts. Um, if I had to recap from what I've gathered from all of us talking, Jay and Teresa definite favorite. Gabby and Leo definite favorite. Nom and Lolo. Lolo can go. Nom can stay. Definite half favorite. <laughs> 0.5 favorite. Um, I think that's kind of like people we love right now, right off the bat. Did you say Corey and <laughs> oh, I team, knew. I was waiting for Shauna to bring that up. I could see her looking at the couples and I knew that Corey and Tori were looming. Yeah, so to everyone listening, um, you can't actually physically see Shauna right now, but you could tell she was itching to bring Corey back up again. She looked stressed. She yeah, looked I stressed. Thinking, I was like thinking what everyone watching said, no mention of <laughs> Corey. Okay. There's actually a couple things that I, I wrote down that I haven't touched on yet. One, I wrote, Nam is the Terminator because of the way he talks. I am the ultimate beast master. It fits him so well. Yeah. And that and then, jacket he was wearing, chef's kiss. Yes, absolutely. And then I don't know if you guys caught this, but Darrell making fun of Nicole. What did he say? Cracked me up <laughs> so much. <laughs> it was the beginning of the episode oh, during the challenge. And she was like, <laughs> I'm sorry, oh, I'm yes. not seeing my pants. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, that was actually brutal. My final thoughts are that I'm Team Anissa, and I hope that Fessy doesn't screw over. And if he does, I hope it's not too bad and that she can still pave her way to the end. And go Nom Go. Go Nom Go. And wake up Joseph. How's that for a final thought? Hashtag wake Wake up up Joseph. (laughs) Hashtag go Nom Go. Hashtag go Corey. (laughs) Come on. Hashtag Team Cortor. For the win. Yes. Team Cortor. Team J- okay, let's all just finally agree. Team, Team J, J and Teresa. Teresa. Let's end on that note. Thanks everyone for listening. Follow us on Twitter at RealItInPod. Um, we'll have links in our bio to our Spotify and to our SoundCloud. Thanks everyone. Thank you. See you next week. Thanks for listening, Bye. mom.